I need me. I, I need to feel good every day. When I wake up, when I go to bed, I need certain things in my life to feel stable and to feel secure within myself. You are now tuned in to Brianna and Company, a healthy, wholesome, unapologetically transparent conversation among friends. Here, we cry, we laugh, and we share our truth. But most importantly, we heal. So stay tapped in. Hi, guys. It's your girl, Brianna Michelle, here with another episode of Brianna and Company, a conversation among friends, because y'all my friends. I am so glad to be back with another episode. So for those of you who are brand spanking new to this beautiful space that we have here at Brianna and Company, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. And for those of you who are not new, y'all are tried and true, honey. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for the love that you guys are always showering upon me. I appreciate it so much. I wanted to come on here, and you can probably hear it in my voice. I wanted to share something that I experienced very recently. Um, One, to just talk about it, because this is a safe space, and I feel good talking about these things here. But also for anyone who either has experienced this or perhaps may be going through it right now and is trying to figure out how to overcome it. How do you conquer this? I went through something mm, about a week ago now. And um, it was it was interesting because it took me about two to three days to fully process it and understand on a core level, what was happening in this moment, what was going on within my own, you know, internal system, being, whatever you want to call it, as well as what was happening outside of myself. As you guys know, and I talked about this in the first maybe second conversation. So if you haven't tuned into those, if you have not listened to conversation one or two, because you're new here and you're joining into the family, then I need you to go tune into those episodes because I talked about the fact that I recently, um, it's been almost two months now, I recently left the teaching field. So I was an educator for seven years. I taught K through 12 English English language arts. Why is that a tongue twister? I taught K through 12 English language arts. And I also taught special education for about seven years, seven years exactly, actually. And I took a leap of faith and I left what appeared to be a stable job and you know, steady income, but I was quite miserable and rather unhappy and tired. And I had been for a very long time. And I decided to do what I thought for the longest that I did not have the guts to do. And I just left. (laughs) I said, sayonara, see you later. And I got up out of there. So I am in a very different place right now in my career. 
and I'm focusing more so on my businesses. You guys know about Brianna Michelle Brand and the work that I do with Brianna Michelle Brand. And um, as it stands right now, you know, I'm in the process of onboarding several clients right now, several new clients. So praise God for that. Um, but it is not easy being an entrepreneur, working for yourself full time or being self-employed because yes, you do have more autonomy and freedom in many areas, but it comes with some tough decisions, right? Because at the end of the day, I am an adult. I am a self-sufficient adult. I have bills just like the average adult that I like to pay on time. So (laughs) I have to make sure that certain things are in place and in order for me to be able to do that. Plus, be able to lead the very luxurious lifestyle that I prefer to lead for myself. So with that being said, you know, there's a part of me that wants to be really choosy and selective about the people that I work with. But then there is the logical, responsible side of my brain that says, Bun, you got to pay these bills though, girl. So, you know, finding a balance between choosing, you know, who I want to collaborate with, partner with, work with, and saying, hey, I have a need that needs to be met. So... I recently onboarded a client or was paired with a client that, to be completely transparent, I felt it in my soul (laughs) that this might not be the best connection, okay? But again, I'm an adult. I'm self-sufficient. I have to take care of myself. So I I put my need at the forefront, right? Or one of my needs, rather, because that's not my only need. But I put my need at that moment in the forefront, which was to make sure that I am taken care of, at least materially. And even though I felt this feeling like "Mm, this might not be the pairing for you, I decided to forego it anyway. And of course, within a week's time, (laughs) I saw why I felt the way that I felt from the onset. And we wound up having, um, needless to say, a rocky start and trying to figure out how to proceed forward, even though this voice in the back of my head is like, don't do it. (laughs) Go ahead and uh, cut this one off. But I was like, no, it's okay. We'll just see what happens. We'll see where this goes. So I'm having a conversation with this person. And I already knew going into this conversation I'm a little frustrated. I know this person is frustrated, but my goal here is really to gain clarity, to have understanding, and to be able to move forward with a solution, right? That's my goal. But oftentimes, we come to a table with expectations, 
and and everybody does this. Everybody shows up with their expectations. What I have learned is that even though everyone shows up to a table with expectations, it is important to determine the priorities. What is most important right now? And let's focus on that because I know you're coming with your set of expectations. You have needs, you have things that you want to accomplish and vice versa. I have needs, I have things that I want to accomplish. And those things are important to each of us. But what is the priority right now? What needs to be the main focus? And let's just hone in on that. So that was my thinking. But I know that Brianna is Brianna and my brain belongs to me. It doesn't belong to anybody else. And people are coming to the table with their own experiences and their belief systems and their ideas and their programming and all of that good stuff. So I knew all of that going into this conversation and I was already prepared for the fact that, okay, Brianna, you see this going one way. However, it may not go the way that you are anticipating or wanting or desiring for it to go. And you got to be okay with that too. So I already had that little pep talk with myself, got myself together. And I went on in here and said, okay, let's do this. And sure enough, right out the gate. They come in and they're frustrated and they're mad and I could tell that they're trying to assert themselves and they want it to be known what their expectations are and what they want to happen and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, I already, I, I anticipated this. I knew this was going to happen. All right, it's cool. It's cool. And as this person is speaking and they're expressing themselves and I have no handle on how people choose to express themselves. All I can do is choose how I respond. As this person is expressing themselves, I notice that I start to feel anxious. And as someone who has experienced anxiety, I don't like to say that I have anxiety because at this point, I don't believe I do. Now, sidebar and transparent moment, (laughs) which is why I wanted to take a softer approach to this topic because I am someone who in the past was diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And it was never a diagnosis that I felt comfortable with. It was never something I related to or resonated with, even though I was having certain experiences at that time. I still never owned it, right? Like I never went around saying, oh, I have anxiety and depression. And that's not to say anything about, you know, anyone who is going through that as I'm speaking right now. It was just something that did not resonate with me and therefore I did not take ownership of it. So I switched the language to I experience anxiety. I experience depression from time to time. It happens. It's not a part of my reality anymore. And I'll talk about why in a second. (laughs) But I chose to change that language. So when you hear me say I experienced this, 
it's because I choose not to label things or possess things, right? Because to say I have something means that I am possessing it. It is mine. It belongs to me. Well, I don't believe that I have anxiety. I don't believe that I have depression. I don't possess those things, but I have experienced them. So I'm very mindful of the words that I use when I'm describing these things that I've gone through in my life. In this moment, as I'm having this conversation, I am experiencing anxiety. I feel anxious in that moment. And I paused, which was something I recently taught myself to do. When I was diagnosed years ago, I didn't know to do this, but I know to do this now. And I stopped and I said, okay, Brianna, what are you afraid of? Because anxiety is rooted in fear. When we feel anxious about something or we're nervous, it's because we don't feel safe. We don't feel secure. And thus, we are afraid. We are afraid that something is either happening or is going to happen. Now, understand that this is all in the mind 99.9% of the time. So I stopped and I checked in with myself. I said, okay, Brianna, what are you afraid of right now? What's happening for you to be afraid of? Okay, recognize that you are engaging with this person virtually. You don't even know where this person is located. So it's not like they're in your home. It's not like they're sitting across from you. Okay, this is happening virtually through a computer. And the good thing about technology is if it does get to a point where you you can't handle it, you can always leave. You can always leave the Zoom meeting, close your laptop. Like you have those options available to you, right? So that's a a fact. That's reality. Then I said, okay, so it's not that. What else is happening? Okay, well, this person can't put their hands on you. They're not going to physically harm you. They can't do anything to you. Okay, so that's not it. So what are you afraid of in this moment? And as I kept digging pulling that out of myself, what am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? I realized, oh, wait, maybe this isn't me. Maybe my body or my nervous system is reacting, one, out of previous experiences. So if you have experienced anxiety before, sometimes you get triggered, like your body or your nervous system gets triggered by certain things. So it could be the tone of someone's voice. It could be the volume of a person's voice. It could be a person's body language, like your body can be triggered because it's been through these things before and your body's job is to protect you. So you go into survival mode, like, wait, We've seen this before. We've been through this before. And your body is reacting to that to let you know that you're in quote unquote danger. Hey, y'all, it's Brianna Michelle here, host of Brianna and Company. And this segment of the podcast is titled The Plug, where we feature one business or organization each month that is doing great work in support of the black community. If you know a business or organization that you would like to see featured right here on an episode of Brianna and Company, then send us an email at contact at thebriannamichelle.com. Again, that email address is contact at thebriannamichelle.com. 
You can also check us out at thebriannamichelle.com or briannamichellemerch.com, where a portion of all sales will go towards our featured business of the month. Remember, do everything with love and stay tapped in. But I knew that I wasn't. I knew that I wasn't in danger. I know that I'm okay. I'm in my home. I'm safe. I am secure. Nothing's happening right now that I can't control. So there's really no need for me to be afraid. And then I was able to realize, okay, maybe I am reacting physically to this person's energy. So now let me pay attention to what's happening in this exchange or this interaction. Let me be more mindful of this person's body language, their tone of voice, their volume, their word usage, whatever it may be, to understand that, okay, maybe I'm just taking on the energy that is being projected in this moment and it's not personal. This is this person's own stuff, so to speak, that they're bringing to the table. It's not personal, but... Maybe I'm just reacting because that's just my body's natural response to these certain stimuli. And I'm reacting to this person's energy. I'm taking on something that isn't mine. Okay. As I went through that process and I was able to see, okay, you're safe. You're all right. You're good. Nothing's happening that you can't control or that you can't, you know, overcome or anything like that, you're good. Yeah, this person is upset and they're demonstrating that very clearly in their body language, their voice, their uh, word usage, what have you, but that's not yours to own. And that was really pivotal for me as someone who has experienced these kinds of things, these kinds of feelings, anxiety, nervousness, fear, whatever the case may be, was being able to separate what's mine and what's not in a single moment. Because sometimes we have a tendency to take ownership of things that don't belong to us, whether it is beliefs, ideas, thought patterns, habits, behaviors, it's, it's so much, like the list can go on and on. But sometimes we have a tendency to take on things that don't belong to us and then we claim it. So just like I said with the word usage, have. Well, have means to possess something. And oftentimes we take on things and we take possession of them even when they don't belong to us. So now I'm sitting here and I'm anxious and I can feel my little heart beating all in my chest hard and stuff. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? And having to stop in a moment to say, Brianna, that's not yours. Just because this person feels that way doesn't mean that you have to feel that way. It doesn't mean that you do feel that way. So don't take on something that does not belong to you. And that is true for anything, honestly. You find yourself around a certain person and you're always behaving in a way that you know is not true to who you are. You know that it doesn't really resonate with you. You know that this is not something that you would do if you were in a room by yourself on your own. Like this isn't who you are to your core. But then you get around a particular person or group of people and you start behaving and acting in a way 
that feels very uncharacteristic, it could be because you are taking ownership of something that is not yours and you have to learn how to detach and how to separate from that. You have to be able to recognize it and say, oh, wait, nope, that's not you. That's not yours. And detach from it very quickly. And I believe that that is something that can help people who experience anxiety or even depression sometimes. And it's not easy. That's why I want to be clear (laughs) about certain things. It's not easy. I'm not telling anybody that this is something that you just do instantaneously. It's a practice. I had to learn to get here. I had to learn to get to a place where I say, okay, wait, stop. Why are you feeling the way that you're feeling right now? What's happening around you that is true and that is real and that is rooted in this present moment because you could be making something up in your head that is real to you, but that doesn't mean that that's what's actually occurring outside of you. So don't own that. Don't take that on if it's not yours. And I learned that in this experience, I learned two things. One, that I I may be taking ownership of things that don't belong to me, but also really getting to the core of what my fears actually were. Because remember, I came into this with a need that, okay, I'm already having this feeling about this and I don't feel good about it, but I have a responsibility. And that responsibility is to myself, at least materially. So telling myself, Brianna, you have things that you have to take care of. So put on your big girl pants and figure it out. And in this moment, as I'm, you know, listening to this person's frustrations, there is a sense of fear of, oh, my God, if I F this up, am I going to lose this client? Because if I lose this client, I'm also losing honestly, the income that comes along with that. So that is a real fear, right? To think that I didn't leave my job to just be out here floating through space. Like I still got stuff to do. I still have things that I have to manage. And having that sense of, okay, I don't want to mess this up because in a way, I kind of do need this to work out, but going back to those needs, my only need or my needs aren't only material. It's not just, oh, I I have things that I have to do or stuff I got to take care of. It's also, I need me. I, I need to feel good every day. When I wake up, when I go to bed, I need certain things in my life to feel stable and to feel secure within myself. And if I am engaged in relationships, connections, partnerships, if I am in certain spaces or environments that really don't cultivate that or they don't allow me to be my best self, not that they can make me happy, not that they can make me feel good, but they give me the room to feel good. They give me the, there's an environment created here 
where I can be happy and I can thrive and I can be myself and I can feel good and that is allowed, that is permitted, that is supported. If I'm not receiving that, then I have to be mindful of that and say, okay, this may not be for me and I need to go somewhere else or I need to be around a different person or group of people or I need to, you know, I need to switch something up if I'm not in a space or in spaces that allow me the room to really be me and feel good about being me. And that's what I realized with this client is like, it's not personal. Nothing that they're doing is personal. Nothing that I'm doing is personal. It is simply, I need to feel good. And I don't think that this environment is conducive for me to be able to do that. And that takes a lot of courage to be able to take ownership of that, take accountability of that, and be able to communicate it and say, hey, it's not you, it's me. I got to do this for me. (laughs) And I think that that's very important no matter what is going on. If you are someone who experiences anxiety or you experience, you know, whatever it may be, any mental health issue, If you go through that, know a couple of things. You deserve to feel good. You are worthy of feeling good, feeling your best, being your best. And you can be your best. No matter what it is that people have tried to place on you. Because that's how I feel about diagnosis. I feel like it's, it's basically a person's opinion or perception of who you are, and what you're capable of doing. That is not to minimize, please hear me, that is not to minimize mental health issues. They are real. They are real. I've seen them in my own life. I've seen them in the lives of loved ones, people that I care very deeply for. Your experience is very real. But I also want you to understand that it is not who you are. What you're going through is real. But that is not who you are. You're bigger than that. You're more than that. You're better than that. This is just an experience that you are having. And there are ways, so many ways, to manage it and to get through it in the healthiest way possible. And so I wanted to share that experience for someone who you may be going through that. Whether you've been through it before or you're going through it right now. And trying to figure out how to feel better. Because that's really all that we're looking for is how do I feel better right now in this moment? I want to feel better. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's all I'm focused on right now is I want to feel better. So how do I accomplish that right now? And being able to stop, pause, breathe, give yourself permission to say, what are you feeling What are you thinking? What's happening right now around you in your environment? What's going on presently in your reality? Is what you're feeling or what you're thinking rooted in truth? Is this actually, is this something that, yes, you may be experiencing it, but is it happening right now in front of you? When you open your eyes and you look around you, is this happening right now? Okay, If not, let's calm ourselves down for just a moment to figure out what am I truly afraid of, own what that is, 
decipher whether or not that's, again, rooted in truth or am I truly safe, truly secure? Do I need to affirm that for myself? And then the things that aren't mine, I'm going to release them. They don't belong to me. I'm going to release them. And that's exactly what I had to do. Now, mind you, it took me about two to three days to go from that moment of just having that inner conversation to actually getting okay again. Because even though I knew that's what was happening, I still wasn't okay with it. I wasn't okay with it for a good two to three days. It took time for me to stabilize myself again and get back to a place of, okay, Brianna, you're good. You're good. There's nothing to worry about. You know how to solve this problem. You know what you need to do. You just need to speak up and you need to communicate. And that's what I had to do. But understand that there are ways. There are ways to get through these things and to feel very supported in doing so and know that it is okay. It is absolutely 100% okay for you to do so, for you to advocate for yourself, for you to communicate and express your need and your desire to feel good and to feel better. And if there isn't um, circumstances or an environment rather that is allowing you to do that, because here's the big thing. People can't give it to you. They can't make you do it. They can't make you feel good and they can't make you feel bad unless you give them the power to do so. The only thing that they can do is give you the room and the space to do what you need to do for yourself. If that is not happening, you can absolutely advocate for yourself and remove yourself from those environments until you get what you need. So that's what I wanted to come on here and talk to y'all about because it was something that I literally just came down from like hours ago. (laughs) So I was like, let me get on here and talk about this real quick because somebody might need this. But hopefully having that conversation and telling you guys about my own experience will help you to know some things that you can do. Y'all, that is another one, another episode here on Brianna and Company, a conversation among friends. I cannot express enough how grateful I am for each and every one of you that chooses to tune in, chooses to listen, chooses to show up and be a part of this thriving community of happy, healthy black folks committed to healing and wholeness because y'all know that is exactly what we do here at Brianna and Company. That's what we stand for. That's what we represent. And that is what we are constantly building. So I appreciate you guys. I thank you for the love. I thank you for the support. And I cannot wait to have another conversation with you guys right here. Make sure that you tell your friends. Make sure that you share this content with your friends. Anyone that you think that it can be helpful to, make sure that you pass it along. Like, giving is a gift. Being a blessing is a blessing. And this is just one way that we spread the love, right? So until next time, guys, it's been real. Y'all already know. Do everything with love and I will chat with y'all soon. Bye. Love you.